Thanks for listening to the Revival Today podcast with evangelist Adala Shuttlesworth. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook and Instagram or online at revivaltoday.com. Now, here's evangelist Adalis. Hey, 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 welcome to the podcast today. Hi, everybody. We're back at it this week. We've uh, kind of rebooted this podcast thing again. And so it's been it's been great. Thank you for um, sharing the broadcast. I've seen people share it on Instagram. And you, you done send some text messages to your homegirls, to your homeboys. Whoever needs this, go ahead and share. Share this. This is my podcast, Adala Shuttlesworth. So anyway, um, I don't know if anybody who is watching or listening has seen my... Um, my Facebook or my Instagram, but I was just reminiscing, just just thanking the Lord yesterday, reminiscing because my sister, um, I was at her house. She's on vacation currently. So we were like, you know, kind of like organizing a couple of things um, in the garage and Abel is semi-panicked right now, but don't worry. We didn't throw much out, just a big giant saw and like really expensive looking equipment. We just threw that away to make room for just kidding. Um, anyway, so we were looking and there was this big giant green bin and I opened it up and there was like our, our Zion yearbook. And, um, and so I was just looking through and I guess I had never really thought about the people that were around um, at the time, because it was, I went to Bible school in 2005 and 2006. And so I remember just looking back on, on it, how I've come full circle. Like I, I, I look back on, on the pictures. I look back on some of the people, some of the people that I just thought they're here for a season are with me like forever. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I find, uh, I even, I even found a picture of Tiffany Farley. I don't think we ever talked when we were in Bible school. And now she is, you know, helps us here at the ministry. She's a co-laborer of Revival today, has moved to Pittsburgh. I just, I would have never thought that all these years that would pass, that that would, you know, that it would, it would develop to be such an awesome thing. Melissa, she's here. It's just, it's, it's amazing. And then when I, when I was looking through um, my, the very first year, um, I saw that Steve Giswaldi, Stefano Giswaldi, and Jessica Shuttlesworth at the time were in the senior class when I was a freshman. And I'm like, if I only knew, if my tw- 20-year-old self, my 19-year-old self could have seen what my life would become and how integral these people are in my life right now, I mean, I would just be floored. But just the Lord, so even even in that, like even in just, I was thanking the Lord because we were talking about, we've been talking about being thankful, how it makes way for your joy. Even in that, I was giving God thanks because I, you know, they're there for you. They're, those are the people that you can count on. They pray for you. They love you. They want the best for you. And they are, they were a part of my life and I didn't even, I was walking by and I never even knew how integral their presence would be in my life. So I just find that like so amazing. But anyway, um, if you don't follow me on Instagram, it's worth a looky-loo. 
Okay, it's worth a look, looky-loo because I was an editor for the 2006 Zion uh, Bible College um, yearbook, and it is one of the worst. <laughs> like, there's like spelling errors in that bad boy. There is. I mean, I don't know. It was a different kind of time back then. I mean, you literally had to cut things out, splice them together. It was difficult. It's not like graphic design now. We didn't have the luxury of having Adobe, um, you know, whatever it is that people be using these days. We didn't have that luxury, okay? We had to do this like cut and paste sometimes and, and it, was, it was a difficult go. And I can't say that I was sold out to it either. I, was, I just did things to just kind of get them done. Hashtag real talk. I took the easy way out because I, I was not... I just wasn't interested. But anyway, so um, it is September the 19th. So if, if you're trying to look back on this and, and trying to look at, no, this is like old now. If you're, if, if you're in October and December of 2028, um, the, the, the story, I don't even know if we're going to have Snap or, or Instagram at that, at that point. So you, you forget it. It's just for today. It's just for today, ladies and gents. And so um, September 19th, 2019. Isn't that wonderful? Happy birthday to Judy Shuttlesworth. Take a seat because it's everybody's birthday today. Okay? It's, today is everybody's birthday. Okay? Our dogs are February 19th. They are seven months old. Our dogs, Nala, Honey, and my boy Christopher, they turned seven months today. Yeah, we're those, we are those dog people. They turned seven months today, today. But uh, big ups to my um, mother-in-law, Juby. If you don't follow her, go ahead and follow her. And uh, she's on Instagram. She's a relevant lady, that one. Juby Shuttlesworth. And I uh, wish her a happy birthday. She turns 51 today. I don't know how old she is, to be quite honest with you. Let's just go with 51. I hope I'm in the ballpark. Um, and so it's Judy Shuttlesworth's uh, birthday. It's my nephew, Josh. Josh, he turns 16. And he is t- currently um, in Dallas, Texas, celebrating, celebrating the win of 16 years old. It is Stephanie Beck's birthday. Happy birthday, Steffi. It is uh, 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 Evan Miller's birthday. Happy birthday, Evan. Who else's birthday is it? Anybody else? Hot dang. I don't normally do a birthday shout out, but it is my mother-in-law's and nephew's birthday. So, pop. There goes that. Listen, we are talking a little bit today about money in the marriage home. Money in your marriage. <laughs> you know what? I, this is why I stay off of in, uh, Twitter because people are crazy on Twitter. Hmm? That's why I say, I mean, the things that you see, it's, it's, it's kind of it's crazy. So we're just going to stay off of that and we're just going to go straight to the question and I will. Now, this is a loaded question. Y'all are good at that, apparently. 
I say ask a question and you don't hit me up with 18 different things within that one question. I mean, if you'd like to keep it simple, that would really help a sister out. What does the Bible have to say about this? No, we don't get those kinds of questions here because my people, we are complex. The people that listen to me, they are complex folk. It is, right? It's like, it ain't just one question. It's like 18 different things in the form of one question. So. I just want to say I love you. Be encouraged today. Let me encourage you today. If you are having uh, problems in your finances, I think this is going to help you out. I think this is going to help you out. Okay, Um, because when it comes to money in the marriage, people can really get very sensitive about this. And this could be, you know what? In fact, this is the leading cause of divorce in marriage is financial pressure, struggle, stress, money, moolah, dinero, Swiss francs. (laughs) Mary's here from Switzerland. So, uh, so this question is in regards to, um, money in the marriage. So here it goes. It says, I'm currently a stay at home mom and run a business from my home. Income form isn't steady but it helps when it does come in. I've hid that income, including child support money from a previous marriage from my husband, my current husband, many times, and he's found out and uses it against me frequently by calling me a liar. I mean, this loaded question, y'all, okay? I don't know who this is, but we will call her Courtney. Because I don't see Courtney's jacket there. So Courtney, this is a loaded question. I'm going to try to answer it as best as I can. Not you, Courtney. This Courtney, the pretend Courtney. Um, and so she's a stay-at-home mom. Let, let me just kind of summarize this because it's still, it's still going, Jenna. It's still going. Um, so she's a, a stay-at-home mom, has been married previously, takes the child support from that previous marriage and hides it from her current husband along with this uh, little business that she has going there. And takes that money and whatever comes in, not often, but whatever comes in from that um, avenue, she keeps from her husband. I told you, Nina. I told you it was a loaded question. It ain't done. Um, So he finds out and uses it against her, calling her a liar frequently. Okay? Okay. My reasoning is because he poorly manages money and buys weed way too often. Somebody say hashtag real talk. Hashtag real talk. We are just getting to the nitty and the gritty. This is the reality. I know a lot of you new uh, or older Christians are like, what in the world? This is the reality for a lot of people out there. Okay. And so uh, this here, this situation has escalated quickly. <laughs> and it, 
Not only does is he a poor steward of his money, he buys it on weed. He's trying to get high. And she even says, that's a different story for another day. I tithe faithfully from my personal income. He does not. I don't feel he should uh, be entitled to any funds that come my way due to the reasons above. And also because he doesn't care to give me anything from his income. Now listen to this. His argument is he pays the bills so I don't need anything further. Help! So, um, you know, loaded question, yo. I don't even know where to begin with this one. Help my Jesus. First and foremost, if you say that, um, you know, you, don't, you, you feel like he shouldn't be entitled to any of your funds because he doesn't care to give you anything from his funds. Well, that statement is not true right off the bat because he pays for your bills. So you benefit from that. You're a stay-at-home mom. You benefit from that. There's lots of people out there that as beautiful as it would be to homeschool your children and uh, stay at home with them, they cannot. And it's not because of, 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 of anything else, but just maybe I, there's, we cannot afford for me to stay home. And lots of you are going to say, well, you can't afford not to. What if the, the husband is not present in, in, in the marriage or in, the, in, the, in that relationship? Then you're obligated to work. So homeschooling and all this like pretty little scenario that most people have going for them is, is, is not a reality for a lot of people. And so let's help them out along the way. And this is one of those things is, is coming, coming to the understanding that, you know what? Things aren't as bad as you might think because you're a stay-at-home mom. That is a luxury the, the, this day and age. So you should count your blessings just straight off the bat. Wow, I get to stay home and raise these babies. What a privilege it is to do that. So that, that's a blessing that your husband has afforded you. Even if he, even if he is a pothead. There I said it. He has made you this comfy little, you know, place in your home. Where all bills are, and, and uh, you know, maybe you can't go to Target and go crazy. And that's why you have this like source of, uh, an, uh, this extra source of income coming in for you, and you wanna spend it however you deem, uh, you know, right. But ultimately, let, let me stop you right there, Courtney. You are blessed. You're blessed to, to, to be at home. And raise those babies. And that is something that has benefited you. Okay? And so this might take you, this might, um, this might kind of, maybe, uh, maybe you'd be surprised at, at this answer. But I don't think, like for, for the people that, that uh, for the women out there, whose husbands, and usually I'm talking to the women because very seldomly, I mean, I don't even think I've heard of a man with this issue. Um, very, very rarely, I won't count it off as impossible, but it's very rare that a man would say his wife doesn't allow him to tithe. Never heard of it. 
I've yet to come. I'm sure it's out there. I've not been a, 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 an eyewitness to that. I, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't heard of that. But I have heard every single year, every every week, every month. I want to give, and my husband doesn't want me to give. He thinks it's stupid. And so when I say that, when I when 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 it's that type of a position where there isn't um, another source of income, then then my answer for them is you. You, you believe God for an, a source of income that will get you to give. Yeah. Because you, it's, you can. Right, right? And if you think you can't, read Proverbs 31 and see what you are entitled to as a woman of God. There's a lot. Yes. She was an entrepreneur, a baker, a seamstress, a real estate mo- mogul. Um, uh, uh, she was known in the city. Her husband had uh, the utmost respect. Her children would rise and call her blessed man. She had it all. And, and we're supposed to, everybody wants to wear that thing, that, that t-shirt. Proverbs, I'm a Proverbs 31 woman. But what you ought to know is you should get one of our t-shirts. It says uh, Proverbs 31, like almost a Proverbs 31 woman or something. I forget what the t-shirt said. But we're, we're striving to become that Proverbs. We might not be there, but we are getting there. Yes. And so don't beat yourself up over the head. Is that how you say it? Whatever. Um, so don't, don't, don't go crazy, ladies, trying to like condemn yourself. That's not what we're here to do. But I am here to challenge you and say you could do more. And if, if, if your husband is saying no, believe God for the increase. I've, I read, I read not long ago a, a testimony of a woman whose husband would not allow for her to give. So what she did is the money that he allotted for her for extras, so for like, uh, you know, taking the kids out to, for, for something fun and whatever, she kept that and she sewed and she said, God, I want to give a thousand dollars. Help me, help me to give this thousand dollars. And the Lord gave her a, a source of revenue that doubled what she, so she had already given that over to the Lord. And she said, she petitioned to the Lord and said, I want to give this to you. I need an avenue to do so. And the Lord opened up a, a, a watching children that were right in her, in her uh, town, right in her network. And they're like, listen, I can't take my kid to, to, um, to uh, where they watch them. Where, why am I blanking? What, when you take your kids to watch, what is it called? What is it? When you go to, like when you put the, when, why am I blanking out? When you, when you send your kids to a place, daycare, daycare. Why did I not think of daycare? I don't know. ESL. Did you get a haircut, Rob? Hmm? Looks great. Um, Sorry, daycare. And, and so anyway, this, this lady is like, I can't. She knocks on her door. I can't take my kids to daycare because, um, you know, something happens. Let, I'll give you $2,000 if you just take care of my kids for a month. Thank you, Nina. Thank you, Char- Charlene. Like, how, how did I forget? I don't know, Caitlin. I don't know, Paula. So, um, uh, so she got her, 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 not only did she get a thousand, she, God's like, oh, okay, you want to put me first? Here you go. And I'm going to bless you as well. And so, um, you, you can believe God for that. But in this case, she already has that extra revenue. So what do you do with it? Well, it's your revenue, right? Courtney, 
So you can do, you can keep it from your husband. It's 100% up to you. Um, but I would strongly discourage you from doing so. Even if he is going to buy the weed. Um, and I'll tell you why. Because as long, so long as you take that extra, the extra money, whether it's from child support, whether it's from the, the extra business, once you put God first, you pull that in so that you know we're a team. Because, uh, you know, subconsciously when you do that, or maybe you know, it causes division. You have to understand that everything that you have belongs to your husband, even the extra source of income. And that's where that like teammate thing happens here. That's when, that's when we get, we can come together and we can work. And all of a sudden he's going to be like, oh my goodness, look at how much, how, why did you deposit $1,500 in our bank account? Because I, I faithfully tithed. I faithfully sowed my money and God is blessing our finances through my, through what I do. Maybe you should fall in line. See, and that's a, and, and, and it's not to like beat him over the head. It's something to bring glory to God and something that's going to compel the unbeliever to believe the message. But you keeping it in your own account, secretly hidden, you know, we're not, we're not to do that. We can't do that and then expect for us to have a healthy marriage and, and keep things from our spouse. There's no way. Even if he does, again, even if he does spend it on the Pacalolo. That's Hawaiian for weed. Even if he, if he, if he chooses to spend it on the purple haze, I don't know. I, I, but you're free to do whatever you want because you faithfully tithed and you have uh, faithfully given your offering, right? You pull it. You can't control what he does, but you can control what, he, what, what, what you do. And what you do, once you submit yourself, man, his attitude is going to change. It's going to turn from like just constant fighting and, and uh, you know, um, aggression and turmoil to, wow, you did this. You know, you knew it bothered me. And now you're like, I know you don't like it when I smoke weed. I know you don't like that. And now that's going to challenge me because it's like, you know what? She submitted and she did something that I know she really didn't want to do. I know you'd much rather keep the money because you know, I'm going to do this with it, but you didn't. And so that's going to convict him. That's going to bring, because the, the goodness of God brings men to repentance. And it's that kind of love that's going to bring the conviction. But if you're just saying, well, I know what you do. You're a terrible person uh, with money. That's not going to help anybody. So you need to submit. That's what submitting as a woman is. Is That's what submitting to your husband means. It's submitting that kind of income. But make no mistake about it, it is your income, so you ought to tithe off of it. You better. If that's what you're bringing to the table, then you are obligated, obligated, mandated by the Lord to give. Sow your tithe. Ram says, it's like that movie War Room. And he said, I'm typically not into that kind of thing, but that one is actually really good. I've never seen it. I wish I did. Is it about money? Is it? It's about submission. Submission. It's about women submitting. 
I can't hear you. Like like different things, like hiding yeah. as a married man or woman. Um, they can't hear you. I know, but a couple. There's a couple, and the the man is like their marriage is basically like going separate ways, and she meets a woman that like tells her she needs to start praying for her husband and whatnot, and like through prayer, she sees the change yeah. happening through her husband, and but it's like they do it. They it's just done very well. It's yeah. a it's a great movie. Amen. Okay, now now you've challenged me. Okay, yes, somebody. I'm going to watch that movie. I like that. So if you do, if you are listening right now and you feel the conviction of the Lord because you have your own separate account and your, your spouse doesn't know about it, you, you ought to feel convicted. Um, and it's not to say that you can't both have two separate accounts, but you, they, you should have access to one another's accounts. Amen. You can have one, he can have one, but if you have access to, to the other one, no, hey, we could pull this thing together and, and, and we're sitting pretty here. Now, it's not my, what mine is mine and what yours is yours. That, that uh, mentality died yes. the moment that two became one. Amen. That's why two become one. You, you're one. With each other. So if you've agreed to have separate accounts and it works for you, but you understand, oh, I have, I, I can look in there right now. I have his passcode. I could go in there and see what, and if I wanted to funnel money in from his account or he wants to funnel money in from my account, we, we got that. You can do that. You can be entitled to that so long as you agree, so long as there's not um, contention about it, but you as a woman, you have to submit everything to your husband. That is a sign of surrender. It's a sign of submission. It's a sign of respect. And men need that. Amen. Really, they do. If you think that you're, I, my, well, I bring more money than you do. You know, don't, don't yeah. go there. Amen. Please don't go there. Because I can tell you, there are plenty of women out there that will make him feel special. Right? There are plenty of women out there that are willing and ready to make your boo feel special. And, and he, the last thing he needs is, a, is somebody, a wife, that is, is going to beat him over the head. And it's like, I'm trying everything. You know, give, give people a little bit of, of leeway. You know, they, they weren't raised up in a, in a, in a Christian home. They don't know what it's, it's like to, to, you know, tithe and give offering and have financial freedom. But they're trying. If you get to stay at home with your babies, he's trying. Maybe he didn't see that with him, with his, in his life. You know, most people grow up without a dad here in America. Most people grow up and, 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 and it's just, you know, there's no guarantee of this money come, being here tomorrow, so just spend it. You know, there's no structure. There's no, there's, no, there's no promise of peace, blessing, none of that. So they need a, an escape they need something to turn to and, and he's not there yet, but he will be Amen. so long as you make sure that you do everything in order to submit to him and, 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 and make him the, the high priest of your home. 
and you honor what if there was a priest in your home for any catholic people back here with a back a catholic background you honor that man you he comes in and and you about bow and so you know and i'm not saying bow to your husband jeez um like some of y'all might have thought no but i am saying that that the house that's that's your domain that's your kingdom that's his his place of 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 uh peace that's a that's a sacred place that's his palace that's his little palace there so when he comes home uh, did you what did you spend the money on oh and this is this is why you want me to pull it because you were out getting high with your brothers no just uh, i'm telling you if if we begin and i say we vosotros not me because my husband doesn't smoke weed He's a good he's a good man. Making me laugh circa 2003. Um you know, if 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 we treat the men of God in our life, and I'm saying that some of y'all might have to say that by faith, if you treat him like a man of God, then you're gonna see the outcome. And it's not gonna take long. Especially if you've been at this for a while, all of a sudden he you just surrender. And you say, listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that this has been a, a, a point of contention in our marriage and I was wrong. With the money that comes in, I'll be faithful to tithe. I'll be faithful to give the offering. But the rest of it, I'm just gonna, we're just gonna, I'm just gonna put it in the account. And you have free domain, free access. There's no his and hers. It's, this is a family affair. What's yours is mine. What's mine is yours. And you know what? You've provided for us as a family. So thank you. How about starting there? Right? Because it really does have to do with trust. What is my thought on 50-50? Like 50, 50, 50, if this is 50. I, if it doesn't, I don't care about the dynamic about your finances so long as you both agree. And if it works out for you, I don't care. I don't, I don't think that's a thing. 100% of what comes in from Jonathan, 100% from what comes in from me is his. If I get a check of $1,000 and he wanted to get a $1,000 jacket, I'd be happy for him. I would not care. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, I guess it's a different mindset, but some people are just, I don't know, different. But so long as you guys come to an agreement and it works, go for it. But there isn't a, this is mine and this is, do not come over. I don't need, you don't need, you don't need to know that. You don't need to know what's in there. It doesn't, it's not your money. I work for it. You know, that's not, that's not a thing especially in a good godly home where the marriage is really going to work. Because I can tell you that it ain't going to work for long if, if there's contention with your finances. It is all about trust. Yes. Do you trust me? And right now you're saying, I don't trust you. Some of y'all might have even said, I don't trust you, but it's not. Don't, careful what you say. Be careful what you say. And just start speaking life into it. Yeah, you know that. I, okay, he's going to spend it out on a beer. He's going to go and buy some frivolous NFL ticket when you know your kid needs an, a new pair of glasses and it ticks you off. 
you submit because you trust. You tr- and, and, and really when you submit unto the, to the, the, the head of the home, you're submitting to God. Because you're saying, I'm doing what I can. Because I, I trust God. And I believe God that this man is going to turn it around. I believe it. I'm speaking it. And I refuse to say anything else. And, the, and that Proverbs 31 woman, she's a woman that can be trusted. So if right now, the, if there's contention in your marriage, it's because he's like, I can't trust you. You're hiding that stuff from me. And that's not a Proverbs 31 woman because the Bible says the heart of her husband doth safely trust in her. That's what Proverbs 31 says. 31.11. The husband safely trusts in her. So when, when you say this is what it's going to be, he could trust in that. You're not trying to hide anything or sneak around and try to give. We're not trying to sneak around to do anything. Nothing. So you have to be able to trust each other. Because really, that's a godly characteristic. You, you bring it, and God says, you got to trust in me. You got to obey my word, trust me, obey me. All of these things are, are, and see, that's why marriage is so, so greatly attacked. Because if you understood the principles behind marriage, you, it's so much easier to grasp the things of the Lord. Covenant, trust, intimacy, all of those, two, two becoming one. This, these are elements that God has intended for you to look at and say, you know what? I can do this with my earthly husband or wife so I can just carry it through with, with the bridegroom, with the bride of Christ, Jesus, with God. I can, I can take these principles and I can actually, when, if, if I can do it in my natural life, then I can take it into the spirit. And that's why this is no small thing when it comes to money and marriage, because it's about trust. And so it is your responsibility to make sure that there's tr- that trust element is not forsaken. And, and, and I'm, I'm, talking, I'm not talking in about anything else but the finances. Because we could go into a million different avenues and we ain't about to do that. We only got like a few more minutes here. But I want you to be able to trust each other because that's the mindset you're going to have to to have in order to trust the Lord. And and it's easy like you know it's it, to me there's so so many people who activate the blessing of God but they can't fulfill it in the natural and you're doing the way more harder thing. The way more harder thing is to give when there's little, when there's lacking anything. But you're faithful to the tithe, you're faithful to the offering, yet you can't get this part in the natural right. And it's like you did the hard thing. This is easy. So you just submit. You talk it out. Communication is so important for a marriage. You got to sit down and duke it out. And I'm not saying that you have to yell. I'm not saying that you have to scream. I'm not saying that you have to disrespect each other. I'm not saying that. But I am saying is that, you know, communication means you care. So if, there, if, if you've stopped communicating with, with each other, it's because you don't care anymore. That's a dangerous place to be. So even if you're afraid that you're just going to lose it, even if you're afraid that you're going to cry and make yourself look like an idiot, do it anyway. 
your vulnerability is important for the other person to see at times because it shows like, I love you. I care for you and I want this thing to work. If you're like, "Mm, do whatever you want. That means that there's no commitment and there's no trust. And that's a very dangerous red flag. That's a big, big red flag. So you must, you have to, have to, have to keep this thing just freely flowing. You know what? What's mine is yours. Yours is mine. This is what I made. Look, and then testify of God's goodness. Look, this happens to me via this, this, uh, you know, business venture that I did. And now we can go on that vacation and I can pay for it. And you know what he's going to say? Uh, what? I'm telling you. It's the goodness of God that draws men to repentance. So never, ever forget it. And, uh, and about the, the smoking of the weed, lots of people just say, lots of people say, I've, uh, please pray for me. I, I see it on comments all the time when I go back and read them. When I'm talking, I have like a difficult time reading, obviously, because you can't talk and read at the same time. But, um, you know, there's lots of people I'll go back and they'll say, please pray for my son. He's an, adi- he's an addict. He's, uh, you know, he's in jail. They're, they're, he's got probation. Please pray. These are outside things of what's happening on the inside. You are not defiled about what comes in your mouth but what comes out of your heart. So obviously that's just saying it doesn't matter what the outside might look like. There's something spiritually that's happening that's causing the manifestation of sin to appear in their life. So you don't attack it through prayer because based on the vice, please pray against the alcoholism. No, we pray that he be saved. We pray that his, the eyes of his understanding would be enlightened we pray that God would, uh, uh, you know, make a way for him to open up his eyes to see that what, where he's at right now is causing him to die prematurely or to go to hell. So we pray spiritual things over those things because they're spiritually. And, and it's not, I'm telling you, it's not the alcoholism is not the problem. The smoking of the weed is not the problem. He needs to be saved. Amen. And if you continue to say, well, I tithe. And you hold that up against him like, I am holy. You are. He knows it. You're holier than him. Yes. Most people know that. But it doesn't, if you do things apart from love, it's going to be a rocky road. Speaking of rocky road, I love rocky road ice cream. I'm just saying that because I am fasting. Um... And, and, and we give ourselves a, a Champion Christian Center. We've given ourselves a pray and fast. And tonight we have a meeting, a prayer meeting at 7 o'clock. So if you're anywhere in this area, I want you to come out and pray. I haven't been praying. I, haven't, I mean, I have been praying. <laughs> I, I haven't been coming um, as, as every night to the prayer meetings. But I have been making time to pray. Glory to God. I have been. And tonight, will I be there? Well, you will soon find out. So anyway, um, Rocky Road is delicious. And, and it's not just any Rocky Road. It's Edie's Rocky Road. If you know, you know. There's not just, all Rocky Roads are not created equally. Sometimes they add too much marshmallow and, and, I, and I'm saying the liquid marshmallow. I don't want the liquid marshmallow. I want actual p 
pieces of marshmallow, Edie's ice cream. Hashtag not sponsored. Edie's Rocky Road is so delicious. And they have like little pieces of, of almonds in there. Come on, Sarita. Come on, sis. They have some pieces of, of uh, almonds and, and, and chunks of real marshmallows. Glory to God. Let me drink some more of this coffee. Matt says, yes, because he knows. He knows about the Edie's Rocky Road. You can't have it any other way. Everything else is just, it's fake. It's a phony. So listen, y'all, keep, keep each other first. The golden rule, apply it to your life. What would you do if he had a, an extra source of income that he wasn't telling you about? You'd be ticked off too. You'd be ticked off too. You'd be like, what? You've been keeping that money from me? What? You'd be, you'd be mad. So do unto others as you would want them to do to you. Something like that. Okay? Keep each other first. That's, that, that's the whole anything. And in, in with success in marriage is just keeping. I learned that the hard way. Take it from me. I came from New England. I was as feminist as can be. I was pro-choice for a long time. To my horror, to my to my chagrin. Until I and until I encountered the word, until I until I started reading the word and what was in there, and not just what was t- being taught to me at secular school or because of what was around me. And it was he, hear me out, hear me roar. And it was a battle, in the beginning of our marriage. Hashtag real talk. Because I didn't want to submit. Oh, yeah? Like, and then I didn't want to communicate, period, because that's not how we do. You know, we've talked a lot about it. And that's not how we did it growing up. We just slammed things. So I wanted to slam the door, and I don't want to, and all of a sudden, here's Jonathan Shuttlesworth, and he wants to talk about what just happened. And I'm like, what is this? Please explain to me what you're doing. Because it's very, I feel awkward. I feel like um, this isn't right. And he's like, no, it is right. And we're not going to bed angry. We're going to talk about it. I'm telling you, you get yourself a good one. Get yourself a good one out there because they're out there. Ladies, don't, don't, don't keep reciting there's no good men out there. Don't say that because you ain't going to find one because they're avoiding you because you don't say that. But I'm saying there's good men out there. And it was until I began to submit to my husband that I thought, oh, this is actually a lot easier. This is a lot nicer. Instead of to having, having to, to, to be heard. You're not going to tell me what to do. If I want to go over here, I'm going to go over here. No. Because he knows. He's the head of the home. He's going to see things that you don't see. And so if you submit to that, you benefit from it. So all of a sudden I started saying like, do you think that, you know, um, what about this? Would this be a good idea? All of a sudden, I started involving him in decisions that I would just make outright without his, his, his input. And I realized the more that I would come to him and say, what do you think about this? And if he'd say, that's a great idea, I'd be like, yes. That's, then that's the holy, I'm following that. 
And and the times where he said, that's a terrible idea. Why would you want to do that? I'd be like, really? Why? And then he'd say, because of this, this, and this. And I'd be like, I never even saw it that way. You're totally right. I'm so happy that I came to you with that decision. And so to, to, uh, he, he, he's created you as it's, it's a helper, right? But he helps you too. He helps you along the way. You were created for him and, and you were created, uh, or, and he was created for you. It's a partnership. That's such an integral thing. This is something that's going to depict the relationship between the bride of Christ and God himself. It's that precious union where sometimes you're just going to have to lay down what you think is right and follow suit with what the man of God says. But keep speaking life, Courtney. Keep speaking life to that situation and make sure that you unify that don't no 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 lack of trust or whatever even if it's even if it's a step of faith even if it's i trust you even if you start saying that instead of i don't trust you why don't you start saying i trust you watch watch that come to life we already talked about it this morning so if you haven't caught that live stream it's available the power of life and death are in the tongue so if you have any questions we've got something new going on here you go to revivaltoday.com forward slash Adalis. Revivaltoday.com forward slash, it's a little line, Adalis, A-D-A-L-I-S. And so um, that's going to be available to you to ask any kind of questions. Men or women, I've been getting um, questions from both. So if there's anything that you need clarity on, any, any truths of the word of God, I will be happy to answer these questions and help you along the way. It's our privilege. It's our privilege here at Revival Today to help you along the way. That's what this was for. That's what devotionals were for. That's what the, the devotionals were for. It was at now that you've gotten saved, hopefully through the ministry of Jonathan Shuttlesworth. But hey, even if you didn't, now, what are the steps? What are the practical steps to living a good godly life? And sometimes it looks kind of messed up. It ain't perfect, but that's okay. We can work through that. And, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll shine the light of God's word in your direction so that you can see, you know what? This isn't a hopeless situation. So many people are so embarrassed to come to us about certain aspects of their life because they think it's like so terrible. Girl, brother, you haven't said anything that, that is gonna stun us here at Revival today. Because I can take you through a couple of things and you'd be like, huh? Maybe my situation isn't so bad. And I'm telling you, like what you think is bad, I can, I can 10 up you on what you think is bad. People that are currently incarcerated, reaching out for some crazy things, but it's not over. And God can meet you where you're at. Never forget it. And we'd love to help you along the way. So this is our broadcast, Adalis Shuttlesworth. We also have a Revival Today podcast. Go check that out. My, my brother Kofi has a podcast. Go check him out. Get yourself a good dose of the anointing to break the heavy yoke. That's what you got to do always. I love you. Thank you for listening. We will be back mañana. Arrivederci. 
Hey, this is Jonathan Shuttlesworth. I want to thank you for listening to my podcast, or if you're listening to my wife's. Thank you on her behalf. If you want to be more than just a casual listener and stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to our generation, go to RevivalToday.com and click Give Now and be a part of the 1,000 monthly partners that we're believing for. I have a special gift that I'll send to you today, and I'll say thank you in advance. Until next time, thanks for listening. See you later.